Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with freedom through faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hello, everyone, everywhere. This is Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Glory to God. We're so glad you could join us today. The Lord has a special message that he put on my heart today. We're going to be talking about the beginning of the end of the United States of America. Oh, Brother Bob, are you going to start complaining about politics and all that? No, 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 no. We're going to go through a brief history of the United States. A lot of people say that the United States was not and never has been a Christian nation. We're going to see the hand of God very briefly, because we don't have a lot of time in this broadcast, but we're going to go through this very briefly and let you see how God formed this nation and why he's so disappointed in the recent activities of of what's happened in America. But first and foremost, let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue confess Jesus is Lord to the glory of God our Father. We pray, Father, this day that your Holy Spirit would lead us, guide us, Open our minds and our hearts to receive what the Holy Spirit is saying. Lord, that if there's someone listening today to this broadcast, anywhere in the world, live or on a recorded broadcast, that does not know you as their Savior and their Lord, that you would reveal yourself to them this day and that they would make the choice to receive you into their hearts, to receive the forgiveness of all sins and the gift of everlasting life. Be with this broadcast this day, Lord. May the will of God be accomplished with it. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's power already in this broadcast. I I sense the, the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I pray you do too. Oh, glory to God. Before I begin, though, with my notes, it is very important that we only build on the solid foundation, which is Jesus, who's the Word. So join me in our confession of faith that we do every week. For if any man tries to build on any other foundation but the sure foundation, that building will not stand. Commonly referred to as the Apostles' Creed, I am instructed by the Holy Spirit to do this. Sometimes I miss it. Sometimes I'm so excited to get into the Word that I miss it. But I would say 99% of the time, even when I'm delivering a message in church or at a meeting somewhere, 99% of the time I will start by having everyone join me in repeating the Apostles' Creed. It is that important for the foundation of our faith. Amen. So repeat these words after me. At least loud enough for your own two ears to hear. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. And the third day he rose again from the dead and ascended up into heaven and sits now at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from where he shall come soon to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe the church is the body of Christ. I believe in the communion of saints. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I believe in the resurrection of the body. And I believe in life everlasting. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Oh, there's power right there. I could just spend the whole hour preaching on the Apostles' Creed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. Now, we're going to look, as I said, at the beginning of the end of the United States of America. It's not a pleasant subject. But in order to, to stand out from... Those preachers are always doom and gloom and, you know, the fire and brimstone preachers. Repent! Repent! For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's, that is true, and it's closer now than it has ever been. But I want you to understand why God is angry with the United States and how a nation enters into a position where... The wrath of God is the only thing left for them. Israel did it. 
I mean, God formed Israel because he loved his man. And he chose Israel out of all the nations of the earth, not because they were so perfect or anything like that. He found one man, Abraham, even though he was a heathen at the time, he's seen in Abraham's heart that he would serve the Most High God. And God the Father revealed himself to Abraham and told him, if you will follow me, I will bless you. And Abraham did. And the result, yes, was an Ishmael when he tried to help God out. God doesn't need your help. But at the appointed time, Isaac was born, through whom came the twelve tribes of Israel. And, uh, you know, the rest I'm not going to go into because we'll spend the whole hour talking about that. But Israel, as a nation, rejected God. And God had no choice. They started worshiping other gods, the gods of those that God the Father had told them to annihilate so that wouldn't happen. They decided to make peace treaties with them, to exchange goods and services with them. And then came to the point where they would allow their sons to marry the heathen women and, and the heathen women or the, the women to marry the heathen men. And, and soon the nation of Israel had lost their way. And despite warning after warning after warning after warning of the prophets, they rejected the counsel of God and started worshiping other idols. And God said, okay. He took the hedge of protection away. Babylon came in. Syria came in. The Persians, the Medes and the Persians came in. And Israel was dispersed into all the nations of the earth. And wherever they went, wherever the Jews went, they were persecuted. And that's where we're going to start. Right there. You see, when a nation makes the decision, the conscious decision to stop obeying the God of the universe, there are consequences to be paid. When a nation decides to mock the Most High God, there is punishment on the way. When a nation prohibits those that still believe in God, God-fearing society, when a nation and governmental leaders forbid them to worship the one true God and basically is forced to go against his will, to go against his teachings, to go against his word. Judgment is the result. Some call it God's judgment or wrath, hence you know the word, the wrath of God. Folks, the United States of America has entered a stage of its existence 
where we are absolutely 100% worthy of deserving punishment from God. Now, I'm not saying God's wrath is about to be poured out. I believe Scripture is very clear in its indication of what the wrath of God truly is. Hold your place there in Matthew. We're going to come back to that. But turn to Revelation chapter 15, and I'll show you what I mean. This, you know, we're not entering the wrath of God yet. But in Revelation chapter 15, verse 1, I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues. For in them is filled up the wrath of God. So we're talking here that the last seven plagues to be poured out upon the world is the wrath of God. Go over to chapter 16 and verse 1. I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels that we just talked about, Go your way and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. So the wrath of God is at the end of days for the world. The wrath of God is poured out at the end of the great tribulation. The rapture of the church has already taken place. And the wrath of God is now poured out on those who completely reject anything to do with God. Those are the ones suffering the wrath of God. Now, there's a difference between tribulation and the great tribulation. Amen? There's a difference between them. In Matthew chapter 13, we'll see what Jesus had to say about tribulation, and then we'll move over to Matthew 24 to see the great tribulation. Amen? In Matthew chapter 13, and verse 21. Let me get over there myself. Glory to God. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because they, seeing, see not. And hearing, they hear not, nor do they understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, By hearing you shall hear, and shall not understand. Seeing you shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart has waxed gross, or grown hard. Their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes they've closed. Lest at any time they would see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and should be converted, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, your ears, for they hear. For truly I say to you, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, and have not seen them. To hear those things which you hear but did not hear them. Does that sound like our day today? I say it does. Amen. I say that talks about exactly the day and time that we are living in. Now, Jesus also said in... Uh, let's turn... Hold your place. Well, go to Matthew chapter uh, 24... 
And I want you to hold your place in Matthew 24, verse 21, and turn quickly to John chapter 16. Hold your place, Matthew 24, go to John 16 also. Now, verse 33 and John 16, Jesus, talking to his disciples, says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. There's that word, tribulation. Jesus, do you think Jesus' disciples are still on the earth right now, today? No. Not the 12 apostles. Those are the ones I'm talking about. His disciples through us are. But the 12 apostles are not here. So obviously they could not be going through the great tribulation. Amen. But Jesus himself said, in the world you will have tribulation. Every believer that's ever existed from the time of the apostles to today, in 2015 at the time of this broadcast, has and will suffer tribulation, trouble, unmentionable, untold trouble. But Jesus said, have good cheer. I've overcome the world. So it doesn't matter what the devil throws at you, you can have good cheer. Because Jesus already defeated it. And, well, let's turn to Matthew 24 now. He's given us victory. Amen. In the natural, it may look like you're defeated. But inside, in the spirit you, you've already overcome because greater is he who's in you than he that's in the earth. Amen? Matthew chapter 24. Now we already seen Jesus said tribulation will be in the world. Now let's look at Matthew 24 beginning in verse 21. Then, then, now this is the then, let's look real quick at what happened before then. That's where... Israel is attacked. The abomination of desolation. The, the Muslim leader has stood in the temple declaring himself as God. All the nations of the world are now prepared to attack Israel. Jesus says, Then, when all that happens, shall be great tribulation. So at the end of days, this is basically in the middle of the seven years of tribulation. The first three and a half years was bad tribulation. But now we enter the period of great tribulation. For then shall be great tribulation, such as not been, has not been seen since the world began. To this time, no, nor shall ever be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved alive. But for the elect's sake, that's the survivors in Israel, for their sake, because the church has already been raptured out, for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. For if any man shall say to you, look, here's the Messiah, or over there, don't believe it. 
For there shall arise false messiahs and false prophets, and they'll show many great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they would deceive the very elect. But behold, I've told you this before. Therefore, if they say to you, hey, he's out in the desert, don't go there. Or he's in the secret chambers, don't believe it. For as the lightning comes out of the east and shines even to the west, so shall also be the the coming of the Son of Man. For wherever the carcasses are, there shall the eagles be gathered together. And immediately after the tribulation of those days... Then you come into the, the heavenly sights. The sun shall be darkened. The moon will not give her light. The stars will fall from heaven. The powers of heavens will be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the coming of the Son of Man. So let's just stop right there and get back on subject. Jesus distinctly told his disciples, In the world you will suffer tribulation. Now, in John 17, he told his disciples, you know, he asked the Father to bless them and also bless all those who had come to know Jesus as Savior through their testimony. So, therefore, we can also see that even though they had tribulation in their life, so also we will have tribulation in our life. And the trouble that you see going on in America right now, you can't escape it. The tribulation in your life, no matter what it is, lack of income, uh, you know, the things you see on the nightly news, any of it that you suffer is nothing compared to the great tribulation. It's so bad that Jesus told the Jews in those days when the great tribulation starts, he says in Matthew 24, verse 16, let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains and let him which is on the housetop not even go down to try to take anything out of his house. Just flee as fast as you can. Or them that are in the field, don't go back and try and get your clothes from your house. Just run. And it's going to be so bad with them that are pregnant and them that are nursing in those days. And pray this time is not in the winter time, nor on the Sabbath day. Because you need to run and flee for your life. So bad is the tribulation that has begun with the great tribulation. Amen? Let's get back to our discussion about troublesome times. I can't I can't leave it like that. Just a second. We read already in John 16:33. These things Jesus said, I have spoken to you that in me in the midst of the tribulation of the world you are everything that's happening in the world around you right now. If you are in Christ, and Christ is in you, he says, you will have peace. That doesn't mean peace on the external body. You may be suffering tribulation externally, but in your heart will be peace. 
knowing that you're in Christ and He's in God and God's in you. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you'll have what? Tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Therefore, he has overcome the tribulation. Glory to God. All right, now let's get back to our discussion about troublesome times coming on America right now. Amen? That you can see. That you see played out on the nightly news. And you can see what's coming down the road which some have already begun to prophesy about, including myself. Whether in ministry or economic experts or political experts, whatever their expertise might be, religious experts, biblical scholars, when you hear about trouble coming, you should still have peace. But I want to take you back and let's have a brief history lesson about the United States of America. Can you tell me what happened in the year 1492? Well, for anyone from elementary school on up, at least in the days I was in elementary school, I don't know about so much today, if you say, what happened in 1492? That's when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Right? Every elementary school child learned that phrase when I was in school. Now, I don't know if they're teaching it anymore in public schools today, but it was taught when I was in school. But there's things that we heard and were taught that were not true. Did you know there is a lot of accumulated evidence that Columbus was not a Spaniard by descent. There is almost completely validated proof that he was a Jew fleeing persecution. Remember I talked about what Jesus said, that the Jews will be persecuted and uh, because they rejected God, Babylon, the Babylonians came in, the Persians came in, the Medes came in, and basically they were dispersed to other countries. They had to run for their lives because they are persecuted everywhere they went. A lot of people through their research have proven that Columbus was what was called a Marano or a Jew who pretended to be a Catholic in order to avoid religious persecution. During the time of Columbus's voyage, Moranos were a targeted group. Tens of thousands of these Jewish people were tortured during the Spanish Inquisition. So, keeping someone's true religious identity secret was a crucial priority and way of life for many people. You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until 
Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.